You are listening to Harvest Africa Untapped. I am your host, Fatima Musa. When I saw like what you've been up to, I was just like, oh my God, I have to get a hold of you and like catch up and mm. see where you're at and what's going on in your mm. life. Mm. So what is up? Um, yeah, so I graduated like last year and I've mm-hmm. uh, been working for like past uh, six, six to seven months, I think. And um, yeah, so I've been, I've gone into branding right now and um yeah, I've been there. I haven't online. I haven't been really illustrating as much. I mm-hmm. say I'm a graphic designer slash illustrator, but I haven't been illustrating that much and stuff. So, yeah, that's where I am in life right now. <laughs> <laughs> where did you study? So I studied at UJ. At UJ, yeah. okay. Yeah. And what did you study? Graphic design. Yeah, communication design slash graphic design. So it's kind of like same thing. Same thing. Vibes, yeah. What do you get out of being the graphic designer and then what do you get out of, or the illustrator, and what do you get out of being the artist? Mm, graphic designer, maybe, side, I could say, have being heavily influenced, influenced by where I work, strategy. That's what I get out of. Like, I kind of mix both. Like, I think about what I'm drawing. The If I'm drawing a certain hand this way, what does it mean? Mm. That makes me kind of think deeper, like the um, metaphors of how I'm drawing things, you know what I mean? So yeah, I could say like the graphic design sector, it helps me, you know, think about what I'm drawing, like think about why I'm placing a certain thing in that way or depicting it in that way. I could say that's how it's helping me. And then the drawing on the art side is the meaning part of of why I'm doing this, you know what I mean? Why I'm, if I'm drawing this in a certain way, what does it mean? You know what I mean? So like, I kind of like mix both. What terms. do you think yeah. is, has more of your personality? Definitely the artist. The artist. artist. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Speak about meaningful art, which is mm. like a huge topic for us here mm. because we definitely want to explore this idea of what does meaningful mean, yeah, you know? Yeah. And what is your perception of creating meaningful work? Where does it start? What inspires that? And how do you, how does that reflect in your work? I think it's all up to you. What's meaningful to you in your life? I think that's what, what you are able to depict through what you're doing. You know what I mean? Creating meaningful work, let's say, for example, with me, let's say, you know, um, highlighting certain like socioeconomic issues in your community and stuff, highlighting and showcasing in your work. That's probably to me creating meaningful work. Like, um, especially like artists in, artists that highlight racism per se, like artists, uh, my, one of my favorite influences, Cindy Sonyoni and stuff, uh, his earlier work, he highlights He's also from Zim. I'm from Zim, by the way. <laughs> uh, he always also highlights what's happening in Zim through his work. And that kind of inspired me. And it kind of molded me into, you know, the person who I am today. And it kind of encouraged me into creating more meaningful work, mm. which is to me highlighting what's happening mm. in your life, what's happening back at home in Zim and stuff. So, yeah. That's what, what is happening say. back at home at Zim? Oh. there's a lot happening. <laughs> there's a lot happening. Hey, like I can't even keep track anymore and stuff. It's just 
it's just a lot of corruption, I could say. You know what I mean? It's just people are suffering there. Like, you know, I see a family that side and they're saying that, yo, it's tough. It's tough. Like, you know, no electricity, like, been for days. And that's why, that's probably, that is the reason why I moved to this side. Mm. Because it just got so bad. Yeah, Mm. and it's tough because that's home, you Mm. know. And then now you have to create a whole identity now Mm. in South Africa and absorb yourself into this culture Mm. and... Mm. Do you feel like you've abandoned, or do you feel like you would have been different if you were in Zim? Definitely. (laughs) Definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I would have been very different. Um, I don't think I would have been exposed to certain things Mm. that that I was exposed to here than in Zim. You know Mm. what I mean? Especially that transition when I moved was so different. How old are you? I was like, 11, I think. 11 Jeez. or 12. Yeah, so it's quite young. Yeah. yeah. yeah was, no, you, know, you were quite old. What do you mean? Quite old? You yeah, because like, mm. if you think about, if I think about young and yeah. I think about like um, big moments or impactful moments mm-hmm. that have happened in your life, mm. you almost don't remember it. Like yeah. if I think about my parents getting divorced, I don't remember my parents mm. getting divorced. But yeah. at 11, I'm sure you remember. You remember yeah. I think that's why images are quite clear. Yeah. That's like I can remember like you, almost everything. You, you remember know? the first like school experience? Yeah. Tell us <laughs> about that. How was that? Oh my gosh. It was so like different. So, so different. I went to um, this primary school where we didn't um, didn't wear uniform. <laughs> and to me coming from that and coming to that, I'm just like, what is going on? So techies and tracks like, you know, type of ish. Um, and then the Afrikaans. Oh my gosh. Afrikaans. <laughs> it's a whole different, it's like Cleon. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's so different. And that, like, I was getting like nine out of 100 for Afrikaans during that time. So, yeah, it was that transition, man. Like, but yeah, no, definitely, I would have been different. I don't know where I would be if I stayed in Zim. Mm. Probably not be starting out, definitely. Do you not, think, not um, be, do you think that is really molded and impacted on like what you value? Mm. Having mm. like this dual identity or dual citizenship where yeah. you're from Zim, but yeah. now you're in South Africa. Yeah. Like what different values do you take from both experiences? Mm. I don't really know because right now I feel like I'm quite confused. Really? Yeah, I'm quite because I've been like I've been here for like, oh gosh, like nearly half my life mm. already. So now I'm confused where where I actually belong, you mm. know. Because even when I go back home, I don't feel like I'm at home. And when I'm here, I don't feel like I'm at home too. So I don't know where I actually belong. So I don't really know what to take from both. Mm. You know, so I'm like a mixed baby, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I don't really know where I actually belong. But do you, you know think I mean? that mm. eventually in life you'll get there and maybe mm. it's just all up to your life experiences. Maybe mm. you'd have to visit them a couple more times. Yeah. And maybe once things change in them, you'd mm. be able to go back and see, like, different perspectives, you know? Mm. Yeah, I think I'd have to go back. I think if I had to go back, then maybe I'll know, like, I'll finally know that I'm mm. home. You know what I mean? Okay, to get back into, like, illustration mm. and graphic design as yeah. an art form, um, what do you appreciate about the medium? What do you think it's taught you? Mm. it's taught me that I can kind of communicate without words. Like, you know, that's what it's taught me. Like, there is a sort of communication. You don't necessarily have to speak for you to communicate. I think that's what it has taught me. 
yeah, I could say. And I think you mm. do that really well. Mm. And I'm going to speak a bit about what Tommy does and why mm. you're here today, why I really wanted to speak mm. to you. But before I get into it, you mm. are familiar with the Men Are Trash movement, right? Yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite a big topic and it's not yeah. something that I'm just like going to spend the entire episode talking yeah. about it. If you're not familiar with Men Are Trash, it was basically a trending topic that uh, took place on Twitter. Mm. Um, there was mixed receptions mm, on… Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> basically, I think it mm. started as a hashtag where women came and they really just started to vent about their negative experiences that yeah. they've had with men, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, the complicated part of that was in response to it, a lot of people came out and said, well, not all men, yeah. you know? And I think there's this idea, and I always wish I speak to, I've had this argument so many times with people, yeah. especially both men and women, mm. where they to the core, defend other men. Yeah. They really feel so passionately mm. about saying not all men, not mm. all men. Mm. And my question is always like, why are you defending these men? Mm. Like, why Why do you feel so strongly about defending, you know, negative mm. narratives, yeah. you know? Because first of all, if it doesn't apply to you, mm. it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But why do you exert so much effort to wanting mm. to say, not, on, not yeah. all men and like men need to be shown the positive mm. light or whatever because that's not what men are trash are about yeah. and a lot of people don't understand what mm. it's about. You yeah, know? that's true. I think it was a lot of, it was very positive especially for some women because it gave them the opportunity to speak on issues that they never yeah. had a chance to. They were allowed to then find other women who they could relate with yeah. or sh had similar experiences, mm. etc. And a lot of it was centered on abuse and sexual yeah. violence yeah. and sexual objectification and just negative experiences mm. um, that women had with men, you know. So, women had that opportunity to find their tribe and to mm. tell their story. And it wasn't received mm. as well by both men and women. Yeah. And okay, fair. It's not… I always question, I'm always like, okay, so would it have been better if they said, not all men are trash, if that was the hashtag? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, as a mm. woman, like, I think it really just opened my mind up to… Mm how people perceive things yeah. and why they feel so attacked by something, yeah. you know. And I think that's how I'm going to segment into mm. what you do and yeah. how you've interpreted this Men Are Trash movement. Mm. And I wouldn't even call it the movement, but just the what it was trying to communicate. Yeah. The yeah. narrative it was trying and the conversation that it was trying mm. to spark. You took that and you did something really powerful with it. Mm. So… I'm going to let you <laughs> because I think only you, It's mm. I'm sure it's something so personal to you. Yeah. And so good, I yeah. think you'll be able to express it way better than I can. So I started um, graphic novel. So far, only one issue has come out, sadly. <laughs> so I started a graphic novel, which was based, it was, I thought about it at a time where the men are trash, uh, hashtag whatever was quite booming like and stuff and I had a friend at that time you know what I mean um she 
she was in my class or whatever, so we were cool and stuff, but she was hectic. Like she she you know, she I don't wanna say I'm not gonna mention her name, but she actually hates men. Mm-hmm. Like she hates men. And she is not afraid to say it. Yeah, she's not afraid to yeah. say it. You know, she hates men. And um and we used to have all of these conversations about, like, you know, hey, men are trash, whatever, you know, stuff. She used to express, she was highly passionate. She used to express herself, you know, express her feelings and stuff. When I heard some of her stories, it kind of saddened me a lot. And, like, you know, I understand you. I shouldn't judge you by saying, why must I say, like, you know, not all men are trash. I understand where you're coming from. You know what I mean? And that kind of, like, got me talking in my head, if you know what I mean, like, in my head as, you know, I was thinking about it and I just thought about it. So I didn't even think about the craft novel at that time. And then when I got home, right, when I got home, I have a sister. She's like 16 and stuff, you know, so she's quite old-ish. But she's just watching a music video and um, she's watching quite uh, explicit, what can I say? I don't know. But it was like a South African hip-hop music video, so you can imagine <laughs> you know, the template they use yes. throughout all hip-hop videos and stuff. So she was watching that. And then I was just like, she shouldn't be watching that. Like, this quite the shots, the everything, like the panning. It's just all centered around the female, objectifying mm. the female body and stuff. So at that time, I took that in and I digested that. And I was just like, it's quite, you know, I don't know how to express myself through this and whatever. And then came an essay. Funny enough, all this just came Started from an essay. essay. Yeah, it came from um, an essay thesis, actually. And um, I chose the topic on how women are sexually objectified in mm-hmm. music video. And I know this this topic has been quite, uh, it's been talked about quite a lot, yeah. you know, like when I was researching and stuff. But then I decided to, let me actually focus it on the South African a South Experience. African music video, which I just saw. Yeah. So I analyzed that video and... Um, analyzed it and um, I found out, like my eyes were quite open seeing that I saw links through that music video. I saw links through, uh, I don't know how to say it. Is it Saki Batman or is it Sarah Uh, Batman? I don't know. Saki, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Saki, yeah. So I saw links, like the way the rappers look look at the model or the video fixing. Yeah, the way they look. I saw links from Sarah uh, Saki Batman through that and I was just like this is quite ridiculous how much have we actually evolved yeah how much and it's been it's a template that repeats 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 you know what I mean and I saw that link I was just like this is actually quite disturbing it's it's quite disturbing to think that you know people are actually still doing this but hey anyway from that came another brief (laughs) so I got a brief uh, it was like a big project at school this is fourth year this is my Mm -hmm. fourth year Um, got a big project and we had to, the task was, from our thesis, we had to come up with something that's related to our thesis, some sort of a campaign. Okay. So, so, yeah, yeah. So then, hey, and I thought about it, I'm like, you know what, let me actually talk about this for once, you know what I mean? Let me actually do what I want. Normally, I'm just like, no, let me take the safer route and stuff. And then I was just like, I am a guy. You know, I understand I am a guy. I've probably have no idea what women go through and other guys have no idea what women go through. Let me try help those guys and everyone understand what women actually go through. Mm. And then that's history 
was born at okay, that time. Okay, so <laughs> just to give you context, <laughs> Tommy has a cool, really, really, really dope comic book. Yeah. So it's a comic book, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's a comic book called mm. Her Story. Yeah. And it basically is without any writing, just yeah. visual representation. Yeah of how women are sexually objectified mm. and just some of the experiences that they go through. Mm. And there's, is it one that's been published so yeah, far? Yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, so, and it's called the first, what do you call it? Episode? No. The, it's like, the I first, title it, History, Poor Story. So, yes. whoever I interviewed for yeah, the story. Yeah, so the first yeah. edition was mm. Her Story, Poor Story. Yeah. And it's done beautifully. Mm. I think... <laughs> What you were saying earlier about what you got out of graphic design yeah. was that you can tell a story without words. Yeah. And it does exactly that. Yeah. And I think why I was so drawn to it was because people, we have so many creatives out here in mm. South Africa and we're so skilled and we're so talented. And, yeah. you know, again, it's that um, navigating social issues and still creating meaningful arts. And yeah. I think what you've done has been so creative in that you've taken such a heavy issue mm. and you've turned it into something that is so beautifully done because yeah. it's it's like a hard copy, right? Yeah. You can actually hold it. So there's yeah. a digital a copy digital version then. and then there's a hard copy. Yeah. And guys, if you look at this, it is stunning. It's very clear from, I don't, okay. This is just my interpretation yeah, of it. Yeah. But it's basically Umpo telling uh, her story about how she was harassed in a taxi. Yeah. It was very clear what mm. the messaging was. Mm. And it's one of those things where you don't have to say anything. Yeah. You know, you just, you understand it. And other women who will see this mm. um, comic book or this visual mm. novel will look at it and they'll relate completely, mm. you know, without yeah. it having to be explicitly said that mm. Mpo is sharing her story about how she yeah. was, um, you know, harassed in a mm. taxi. Like, it's just very clear. And yeah. what fascinates me more is not that you're a guy, mm. but that that's what you chose to take on. Yeah. You know, what informed that decision and what inspired that um, when I pitched, like initially in the beginning, when I pitched the idea to my lecturer, she was like, um, she was kind of scared for me. Like, are you sure, you know, you're going to tackle this? I'm like, and that kind of motivated me. I'm like, yes, I am. Mm. Why aren't guys doing this? Why shouldn't we talk about this? You know what I mean? We should be talking about this. We should know what women are going through. Mm -hmm. Like how we should understand each other. You know what I mean? And this, and Knowing like my group, my girl friends, like go like girls have friends. <laughs> um, in that group, when because I've known them for a long time, I've known what they've gone through, and four out of five of them have gone through something, and that kind of bothered me. Four four out of five, that's crazy. And mm. if you if you I don't know what statistic it was, but in every one in every three women or something has had an experience say being sexually objectivated or being groped or being you know what I mean and that really pushed me I was just like it's I'm sick of this you know what I mean I feel like that's why I felt like a lot of people don't know the effects mm. of what this happened they don't know they think ah you know I you know I'm just gonna you know, grab her ass or whatever it's cool they don't know that that effect that affects her for the rest of her life mm. you know what I mean and that really inspired me to push this I wanted to show the, the people's effect I wanted to show people that 
this is what happens. This is what you're actually doing to a human being. Mm. You know what I mean? And that kind of really mm. inspired me. And it's know. almost like yeah. a reflective moment. Mm. Like, look at what us as men are complacent mm. to, you know? Yeah. And I think the really cool thing about it is it is not told from a male perspective. Mm. You don't feel like Tammy, who's a man, is mm. telling the story mm. of Mpoza women without yeah. her agency. Like, mm. you fully feel like she has agency and control over her story yeah. and you're just using your illustrations mm. to, to just bring that to life. To just bring um, that to life. Yeah. And that is so amazing to me and that's why I regard it as art, yeah. you know, because yeah. it is something where I would hold it against anyone, any artist before mm. us who has tackled, you know, your mm. social issues like racism and mm. oppression and, you know, we've studied that, mm. you know, so yeah. the fact that You've taken everything you've experienced and know yeah. from an artistic perspective and yeah. you were able to like take a step back and look at it from an artistic objective mm. and then create something where you're telling a story mm. without words. I think that's like the mm. biggest thing for me. Yeah. You know. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm just yeah, I'm trying to push more. <laughs> just yes, now, when yeah. is the next one coming <laughs> out? Tell me. Oh gosh, like work, because this is my first year, so it's really, I haven't really adjusted yet. You know what I mean? And so you're so, just so taking quite, time. Yo, I'm taking my time. You know what I mean? But I have, I have a story lined up and it's going to be a two-part series. Yes. So it's going to, it's going to be really cool and I'm really going to try to pick more. It's going to be quite, it's going to be even more hectic. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I probably should have kept it for later, but I feel like not this you know, mm. get the story out soon. It's more hectic. It's going to be more, it's going to be a bit more emotional because mm. obviously I can't disclose. You know yeah, I mean? no, we're waiting. Mm, you know, <laughs> it's going to be very emotional and yeah, like I've already started pre, pre-sketching character ideas, how it's going to go. I have the story lined up, I have some notes. Mm-hmm. So all I need to do is now. Buckle down. Yeah, and legit, like, you know, but mm. let's talk about like what yeah. the process is for creatives, especially artists, and when the right time to create is mm. and when you need to know when to just take a step back and be like, I'm not going to rush this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, mainly, what can I say? Uh, normally, when I'm like, okay, it's time to like, you know, actually start drawing now, is when... I have, of course, you have to have free time, but your head has to be clear. Like, you know, you have to actually, I don't want to do this half-heartedly. That's definitely going to be a mistake because that's when you start, you you forget the passion. Mm. You know what I mean? I want to do this when I'm ready. I'm like, you know what, today, today is the day where I'm going to buckle down and do this thing. I think that's when I know Mm. how, you know, when to actually draw and stuff. I don't want to draw half-heartedly. Like, mm. like it's, you know what I mean? These women, it's like a respect to the women I go, that come to me and like, hey, I have a story to share. You know what mm. I mean? They they are brave. They are brave women that come through and they share the story. I'm not going to now be like, okay, cool, thanks for your story. And now, all of a sudden, you know, <sighs> should I do it? Okay, let me oh, do it. Now I have to sit and You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's, it is. It takes time, but of course, with work and stuff, which I wish you know, <laughs> I could get 
you know, I could not be at work and just solely focus on this. Like, it was actually ah, like something, all... you know what I mean? But sadly, I can't, you know, I got mm. bills to pay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like, you know, for those women, those brave women that come to me and tell me the story, I don't, I never, I'll take my time with the story. How involved are they? Are, are they, like, do you mm. um, sketch some stuff and then mm. show them or do you just like wait till the final product? Mm, and I, how was the response from the first one? First one, she was really happy. She was, she was like, wow, like, thank you. And, no, because that was a project at that time. Oh, okay. And then I kind of re-relisted again mm. this year because I, I was just like, you know what, I'm actually, let's do this thing mm. on the side, you know what I mean? She was like, really, like, she was like, thank you so much, you know, we're going to take it further and mm. like, I appreciate that. You know, and she's like my first story. So like, hey, after like my hundredth story, I'm going to just frame that first story. You know yes. what I mean? I'm definitely going to like this. Because it's done so well. And yeah. I think what I'm so impressed about is it's self-published. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that like? What is, what is the purpose? It's quite, like, you know, like, I usually, like, I don't really read comics like I do. Like, if I, I have, like, a few comics, but I don't really buy as often and mm. stuff. Um, you don't realize the work that goes through all that stuff. It's not just, it's not like I just draw and I just print slap it, it you yeah. know, print it, and then that's it. It's quite tedious, you know. It's, it needs it needs that, it needs you to push yourself, mm. you know what I mean, to get it out there from let's say, you know, just drawing and I have to create the logo, you know, mm. for the actual book and stuff. And you have to think about the copy, you know, that goes in the front of the book to introduce yes. your story. So it's quite, you have to be multi. Please you know? tell us, because I think that's what mm. sold me. What You have like a little bio description. Yeah, yeah. Do you, can you tell us what you said? <laughs> Basically, um, I say, yeah. Say everything. I am... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wrote like a long time ago. Um, I basically say, um, hi, this is his story. You know, thank you for reading this. I think like the reader for reading this. And I say that this is a story told by Mpo. Um, and then I explain a little, no, do I? No, I don't really explain the story. Uh, I basically tell, I basically give them a background to her mm -hmm. story. I feel like when you give someone when you tell someone, hey, this is what I came from, this is what mm. this happened, they'll kind of appreciate it more. And mm. I want to give people like that background, type that um, behind the scenes mm. type of ish. So I do kind of explain to you, like, you know, hey, um, this was derived from a thesis, you know, and then my findings with this, and this is what happened. Yeah, you do yeah. speak about that specific music video yes, that inspired yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know what I mean. And See, I did my research. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Um, yeah, and then, yeah, I just talk about that and I'm like, thank you. And, yeah, That's, that's amazing. Yeah. Mm. Um, let's talk about just like the challenges that come mm. with, like you were saying, um, you have to like do your nine to five. It's yeah. just what's going to pay the bills. Yeah, you know? You know, yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people struggle with this where they mm. have a side hustle or they have a side mm. project. But um, just because it is what it is, mm. you have to like, Bring in that money, yeah, you know, and yeah. bring in that mm. bag. Like, how do you navigate the two? Do you sometimes feel guilty that you're giving more to one than the other? Yeah, I do. I do. Especially there was a time where um, um, I was entering uh, one of, like, my... my the, the, first, the first issue, I was entering it into a um, competition of some sort or something, you know. Uh, and 
I was knocking off work quite late. So I used to knock off, let's say I'd knock off work at 12 midnight. I'd have to get home and not sleep and push that and then sleep at like four and then come back, you know, next day's work again. I used to, I was so tired. Like, I was fatigued, like I felt it. And my work at work, it lacked. And then that got noticed and I got, I kind of got in trouble. Shit. And like, yeah, so. I can't say shit. <laughs> You know what I mean? So yeah, that's yo, that's the biggest challenge. And that's why I kinda like I've been kinda chilled. I've been taking slow because I don't want to now lose my actual job and mm. then now I'm broke and you know what I mean? So that's the biggest challenge to find that balance. You mm. know? And right now I'm at a point in my life where I'm trying to find that balance where I can do her story and you know, and do my nine to five, you know what I mean? So, do you yeah. think that illustrations the future of arts? <sighs> Not to say that's a lot. <laughs> like the future. I'm just saying things that are provocative <laughs> get a reaction. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, like I, I have no idea. I'm just you know going with my flow. You do know you yeah. do you still appreciate traditional art styles yes. and you still take inspiration from? Yes, yes, yes. I do. I definitely have to. Like shout out to those guys. Like you know who paved the way. They basically paved the way for mm. art. There won't be any illustration, any design without. Per se, art. I know it's quite a controversial mm. statement to say, but like, you know, yeah, definitely, you know, no. graffiti mm. artists. Yeah, graffiti. Yeah. yeah, shout out to all of those guys because they paved the way. Mm. They basically did. Mm. You know what I mean? So. Who inspired you back then and mm. who inspires you now and what you're trying to achieve? Mm. Um, Back then, like, what do you mean by back then? Like, like artists, music, artists. what? I'm actually quite inspired by back then I used to listen to a lot of movie soundtracks which is quite weird not a lot of people really yeah yeah definitely for some reason I find inspiration in music especially recently I found inspiration in uh, the score they did for Black Panther so Ludwig uh, what's his name Ludwig Gerson I don't know how to say his mm. name he really inspires me so it's not necessarily, I do am inspired by artists, but music for some reason. I don't know. Of course. Yeah, That's scores, interesting yeah. because I'm also like, it's also something mm. that, I don't know why, maybe it's because mm. I have a film background, yeah. but I always am so conscious of the scores mm. in movies. And yeah. I'm always like, do I feel like this because it's a powerful mm. like scene or do I feel like this because of the music? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's crazy. It's like, it's quite similar. I don't know why I find the link. They're quite similar. Mm. Especially when I was watching uh, Ludwig's, um, how he researched, he went to Africa. He came, he came I don't know what, Kenya or something? Mm. And he found a different sound. And he, like a cake, like, you know what I mean? Like my explanation, he layered stuff. Mm. That's how he just created this beautiful score that he did. He even won an Oscar yeah, for yeah, that yeah. score. And like, he really, yo, wow. Like, I don't know how I find that link. But mm. he kind of inspired. Every time I listen to, and I, and I listen to the way he's composed some of the music, the way he, like I can listen the how choices much, he's yeah, made, yeah, yeah, and like good. why that particular sound mm. for that particular yeah. scene. You know what I mean? And what are some of the other movies? Because that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Tron, Tron, uh, the recent Tron. Uh, I don't know one, what that is. Tron. What is With that? The, um, oh gosh. Like a cyborg, it's like the mate, not like the Matrix, but like okay. I haven't even watched the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh my god! I honestly have not watched the Matrix, and really? I don't know why. But there's nothing about mm. it that ever appealed to me. Really? 
there, I no, like hear it all all the time from people like you yeah. haven't watched The Matrix mm. like it was the best movie ever made. Yeah. But yeah. No, I think you give it a try. I feel like you know it's not never too late. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Tron. What saved. is Tron about? Tron. Oh, gosh, I've never seen movie in a while. It's about I think it's more like people have gone into a video game mm-hmm. type of vibe. You know what I mean? That's roughly. That sounds like Black yeah. Mirror. I've not watched Black Mirror, actually. You haven't watched Black I've Mirror? I've watched it a little bit, I think. But I haven't watched, like, the full. You know what I mean? There's some yeah. episodes I enjoy. There's some mm. where I'm just like... The premise of Black Mirror for, mm. like, those who haven't actually gotten into mm. it. Because there's a lot of hype around this. Yeah. And I understand why. But then I also understand why people are like, uh, mm. it's not that great. Mm. It's They put the fear of God in you about digital. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I remember that They one. make you think that, like, robots are going to take over the yeah. world and shit. Yeah. Which is not too far-fetched. But I mm. feel like, I mean, it's too soon to be thinking like that. And mm. it's very stressful very to think about that. Yeah, you stress your life for no reason. Yeah, but <laughs> the creators of mm. it is amazing that… Yeah they have kept it going for that many seasons mm. all mm. based on the fact that technology is going to take over the world. Yeah. Which is crazy. Mm. What are some of the series or recent movies you've watched that you've taken inspiration from? Mm, I could say uh, Stanley Kubrick. I don't know if you know. He's a film director. He's yeah. Films. Oh, he's yes. done… Um, he's done… Oh, what has he done? Uh, he's done… Jeez. Like, you don't know. I've forgotten. He's done like five movies. <laughs> <laughs> he passed away though. Um, gosh, I can't even name one. Um, Let me Google. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try to remember. Um, he's done Space Odyssey. At that was, what? 2001 Space you Odyssey. You sound like you like those weird um, sci-fi movies. Yeah, no, I'm quite heavy on the sci-fi. Oh, I hate one. that. <laughs> really? I can't. I'm, I get bored. Okay, so he's the, oh, The yeah. Shining. Yes. That's the scary movie, hey? Yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he quite inspires me. He has a specific a Clockwork way. Orange. Mm. I've heard about it, never watched it. Ah. There's another one. Ah. Full Metal Jackets. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. He has, no, I don't know what, what's about him, but he has a specific way of telling a story and it's quite interesting. He has, he has this one shot that he likes where, especially in The Shining, where I don't know what the character is doing, but he's just looking at the character, always looking somewhere, but he has a specific shot. But the actors he even picks to create those scenes are just so mind, like, and, and, and I saw one time, I think it was on Facebook, they put all those, all that, all those shots. The frames, yeah. yeah. and stuff. And there was just a consistency to all those things. And with different movies. And I think that's why I like... It shows you how mm. important mood boards are. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, he was quite... He was he's a very controversial director. Like, he was... Why? Yeah, he just challenged the system. Type oh, of okay. issue, like, you know, even there's even days where people think that he... They murdered him. What? Of, yeah. So... I love conspiracy theories. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, hey, like, yeah. Um, yeah, he's also, like, a part of my inspiration as well. Have you watched Euphoria? I've been meaning to watch that. I've I heard think, a lot of hype. I think mm. it's very worth it. Really? There's so many series which are hyped and then you watch it and then you're like, oh, okay, I get mm. it. It's, mm. it's cool. But I think the hype around this is very different. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think you'll really appreciate just… Especially you're talking about the colors you choose yeah. when you um, yeah. 
you like your dark blues yeah. and you'll get that from this movie. Mm, They're I'll very specific about like lighting and no. um, the director, I'm mm. sure, like killed it. Apparently Drake produced it or is directing it. Drake. Drake. I know. I was also Drake. like, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Now I'm no, shocked. Not talent today. You obviously have an attachment to her story, right? Yeah. What else would you like to explore? Mm. Outside of that project, animation, I could say. Animation. I've always wanted to animate. Actually, before even I started, um, like, 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 before I chose graphic design as a career, mm, I actually wanted to do film, film animation type of ish. But oh, I dropped film. I was like, nope. Like, nope, this ain't for you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just always wanted to do it. You know what I mean? And and, um, yeah, like transitioning into anime maybe at some point in my life would probably, I think I'll be completed. What is the hype about anime? Let's talk about it. The hype about? Anime. It's... Wait, no, yeah. I'm not against anime. Yeah, yeah. Like, let me tell you, everyone in my family at some point was obsessed with anime. Really? Like, and you know what was crazy? It's it's not like anime is not like a like ten episode series. Mm. It's like a thousand <laughs> episodes. <laughs> it depends which ones you watch. Yeah, course, yeah, there's like what One Piece. Yeah. Oh no. Which is like a thousand episodes. And, I like I know all that. the names. I yeah. know Death Note. Yeah. I know One Piece. Mm. I know like there's so many because mm, Naruto. Mm. Exactly. Mm. All like it was all in my mm. house, but that really just put me off that there was that many episodes because I'm like, when does the story end? Exactly. They run for a long term. Yeah. Mm. I, I think I just get bored. But like I appreciate it mm. and I understand like mm. so many people are into it and there's like a whole community mm. of anime watches. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Whatever. No, yes, a lot. <laughs> but I mean, I have nothing against it. Mm. I just cannot commit to that many episodes. Yeah. No, it's you have to be there. Like it's like one piece, I could say that the reason why I'm not even I'm not even watching one piece was because um like you have to be on that trade, like when it starts. So mm. if you miss the trade, you like you've missed like a thousand something episodes mm. now you have to catch up. So I'm just like, not I'm good. You know? I'll watch <laughs> so what are some of your favorite anime? Death Note, like you mentioned, Death Note is really it's a really good anime. Apparently and it's intense. No, it's, it's intense and there's no fighting. Like normally people what they think about anime is just like Dragon Ball Z fighting, what what. When death. I think about anime, I mm. think about food. I really? think about like very specific shots of like food. The, I honestly, they love food shots, right? They love it, and I'm get hungry, and it's just animation. <laughs> I'm just there like that. Look, that shit looks good, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, it's 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 quite yeah. Death Note, I would say, there's no action for me. Like like like, there's no action. There's a bit, but there's no action. But it's quite a well told story. Like mm. you can see the writing in the story. And what is the like story line? It's about um, well, to be rough, um. It's basically someone finds um uh, um what do you call it a dead book. Correct. Let me say like so this book, if you write down someone's name, they die in a space of three minutes or something. Jeez. Yeah, so it's quite intense. So now it gets so oh with this book comes um is a Shinigami uh dead god. So mm-hmm. like a little it's not it's a demon. creature, demon, yeah, yeah, <laughs> a demon thing that follows you around, you know, and yeah, it's. How can I say? It's really. 
it's really dope. You have to watch it. Like I don't, I don't like explaining things. I don't think things. I'm gonna watch it, but you mm. can keep telling me. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Yeah, you should. She just sit down and watch it. It's it's not your typical anime for me. I think. What do you think mm. sets it as? Like, what is the artistic mm. value you get out of anime? Mm. The, um, oh, it's like the bending of physics, but the. Um, how can I say? It's like that fine line of the bending of physics and of the following the rules of physics. Okay. Especially with animators. Like, I don't know how to explain this. Like, they kind of bend the, the rules of physics, but they also find, they find that in-between line, you know, especially, and that has kind of um, been in my mind, like digesting, like, you know, let me try and make my illustrations come alive. Not just, like, Necessarily draw things accurately. Mm. Be relaxed. Be show a bit of exaggeration. Yeah, that's the okay. word. Yeah, exaggeration some sort. So that's what anime has kind of like taught me. And stuff. Mm. When yeah, I think anime and like art style, mm. I think like very sharp lines. Yeah. Very geometric. Mm. Am I right? Not, no? not per se. Not okay. per se geometric. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not geometric, mm. but it's like very specific yeah. lines. Yeah. Like. Even the characters themselves, yeah. even though the characters look different, it almost mm. feels like there's a template. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a sort of template, but I don't know what they do. Like, I would really love to like just go to Japan and just sit and watch like mm. these guys work. They, 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 they um really put a lot into that stuff, like into that animation. Like they think about certain things. They mm. think not just not only just make someone just punch someone they think about how that guy is going to punch someone you know what I mean how their like elbows the, go how their elbows go how to, when to exaggerate when to not exaggerate okay. when to expression especially the facial expressions like yeah they, they really like they're known enemies just known for just their facial expressions mm. like when someone is getting punched in the gut they're not gonna just like depict them just getting punched like mm. no more what you would think they'll exaggerate they'll make their face like you know like go, oh, yeah yes. okay I get it yeah yeah, I get it. yeah that's what I'd say like you know I take from so I'm <laughs> so happy that you said yes to coming on no here. definitely I when felt like called, such a stalker like, I had to like hunt you down on Instagram <laughs> DM you <laughs> <laughs> no but no I appreciate it though you know this is I never I've never actually had Anything like this, you know what I mean? And just to get to talk, you know, and stuff. And people are actually going to listen, you know. No, I want people to listen Mm. because I Mm. think what you're doing is so amazing and so inspiring. I think Mm. it's really, like I was explaining, it's taking so many different elements of Mm. being creative and being a creative and um, just it's a reflection of what happens when you really put your heart into something Mm. and you want to create something with... You want to create something that's not selfish, yeah. you know, like yeah, you, you take your art and you're sharing it with other mm. people and it's used as a vessel to mm. tell a story and mm. that's as good as it gets, you know. Yeah, that's like ultimately our, what we all strive to is to definitely. create something meaningful. Yeah, definitely. And like, sadly, I wouldn't want, like, it's, it's like the thing with me, I don't want people to tell their stories because the thing is, when people tell their stories, it saddens me because there's another victim. Like, you know what I mean? And it saddens me, but it needs to be out there. Like, you know. It's true. I was speaking to someone and Mm. like you were saying, like, these things have been spoken about to death. You know, like so many people on so many different platforms Mm. 
um, tried to push this narrative. And mm. I was speaking to someone else who wrote an article about like also mm. men are trash. Mm. And I was like, she basically said, she was like, we're going to speak about these issues until mm. they, it isn't an issue anymore. You know, yeah. so yes, yeah, it's true. unfortunate that yeah. there is always going to be another mm. victim. Yeah. But I think part of the healing process is being able to share their story or mm. to share a story or to be able to listen to other people's story mm. and find your tribe, you know, yeah. whether it's anonymously or whether, and I think that's the beauty of the internet right now. Like yeah. there's so many different things you can source out to kind of like, relate to and to find inspiration from or find comfort in yeah. you know yeah. where can we find her story um on instagram we can go uh her story essay okay yeah at her story essay um there's a website up i think it's what do you mean you think it's I your think, website i think i did but i don't know if i scrapped it because <laughs> it wasn't to my liking but uh the website uh Novel. Dot wordpress.com okay yeah that should be cool uh, but we will put up mm. all the information and you're going to share the digital link with us so Definitely. I can share it with everyone else you know, yeah. cool 